0: One, two, three, four, just another day at my dead end profession. I've lived day to day. Yeah, listen to some good old country wrecks on the radio. Yeah, what else can I say? Oh, yeah, time's passing by. Hey guys, this is Ryan, all by my lonesome again. Uh, just to give you an update, uh, Bobby had some minor surgery. Uh, He's doing fine, but uh, we need to give him some time to heal up, and after that, we're going to be back to doing normal episodes eventually, hopefully really soon. Anyway, um, this episode, I wanted to talk about the term virtue signaling. Uh, If you don't know what that is, that's uh, when you do something um, so that everyone sees you do it and gives you kudos for being such a neat guy. And to a certain extent, I can understand why that's a dirty word. Um, I started seeing it about, I don't know, six or seven years ago, people filming themselves on their phone, handing a dollar and a bag of chips to a homeless person. and going, look what I did. I gave this bum a dollar. And now I'm going to post it on the internet. And for me, just like, everyone else that kind of negates the, the thing the good deed you did if you filmed it so you can get you know a bunch of kudos from your friends and followers but at the same time I was uh, in this world where people also light homeless people on fire so they can post it on the internet I would prefer the first thing if that's what it takes for you to give a dollar to a homeless person it's fucking fine I guess I'm not going to be that impressed over it but fine I'm I, I'm not going to call anyone out over it either. I'm just going to be privately unimpressed that you had to film it. But virtue signaling, though, has been taken so much further. It's been it's it's been it's become such a cancerous term because it was picked up by a bunch of shitty people who now accuse anything decent of being virtue signaling. The term virtue signaling has become the battle cry of shitty people who would like our society to go back to a time where no one was getting called out and whatever repugnant thing they did could get swept under the rug. That's what I think I th- all the time. Anytime any white person has the audacity to call out another white person on over an issue of racism or anytime a man has the audacity to call out another man because he was being a creep, um, a bunch of people that see that creepy and/or racist or otherwise repugnant behavior in themselves go, "Drop, virtue signaling. All, all you're doing is uh, <clears throat> uh you're you you're just calling them out so you can look like a like a social justice warrior. That's another fucking one they love to use. But yeah, you're just you're just calling them out because uh, you want to be seen calling someone out. Virtue signaling. Because they they would hate for themselves to be called out." And I understand there's some people, we all know someone that's always on their soapbox and always on a crusade. I think that we've even seen our own friends uh, go too far, maybe once in a while. But one thing that I have learned over these past, I guess, couple years at this point is that it's needed. Creepy guys and racist people, they need to see that they're playing with four fouls and People speak out against cancel culture, too. Another thing that, yes, I've seen it go too far. We talked about on this show that I felt that uh, I've seen it go too far sometimes. Even with people I don't like, like that guy that did the Talking Dead show and the Nerdist podcast when his ex-girlfriend said, yeah, he sucks, he's a shitty boyfriend, and and without even questioning, he lost everything, only to find out she wouldn't... Yeah, it goes too far sometimes. It can be weaponized, but... Um and and with uh Shane Gillis on SNL, I mean, I don't agree with anything he says or does, but I, I also felt that was an example. But the thing is, with cancel culture, one thing that I've realized is to a degree it's needed. And that's another thing that these trolls that say, "Oh, no, virtue signaling and social justice warriors, fucking cancel culture." Well, obviously that's what's needed. Because a lot of these people that are filmed yelling the N-word at cashiers in stores, they have no shame otherwise. You, you see it all the time. They, someone's like, hey, man, I'm filming you saying the N-word to that random dude. And they run up and they get the camera straight to go, I don't fucking care. This is Trump's America, you little pussy. I don't give a fuck. I'm a real man. And it's not until they, they find out what pool supply store he owns that the, the, and he starts losing business that that's when he finally comes back and, and and goes, I'm sorry. I didn't know I was going to lose my job at FedEx. So, if that's what it takes to get people to stop screaming the N-word at random cashiers at Save-On, well, then I guess that's what it takes. Because doming you just for shame purposes wasn't working. You didn't care. And they need to care. And calling people out. I'm speaking to my fellow white devils now calling people out. Yeah. You're going to get called a social justice war, but again, obviously that's what's needed because 10 years ago, if you asked me if racism was this bad, I would have said, no, I absolutely would have said, no, it's not like it was in the sixties. I just assumed any white guy that would yell the N word at someone was living in a fucking backwards shithole in the South in a fucking cabin with no plumbing in it. Or they were a guy that joined the Aryan nation in prison to survive. And now that's just indoctrinated. I didn't know it was your next door neighbor and the white lady in the convenience store with the expensive sunglasses and the FedEx guy. I didn't know it was the dude standing next to me. And I didn't know it because no one was calling it out. So 10 years ago, I would have said, Now, like, yeah, some people could be a little bit racist. And I would have ignored all the fucking racist shit I did privately and ignored. I would have ignored every, like, racist joke I told to my friends when no black guys were around. And I'd go, that doesn't count. Now I see it. Now we all see it. And people that would like for things to continue as they were would like you to, well, they wouldn't like you to stop seeing it necessarily, but they'd like you to stop mentioning it because it's bumming them out. There's two types of people. There's the repugnant ones. And then there's the other ones that just go, guys, I'm sick of all this. Stop showing the racism. It's bumming me out. They're not necessarily racist themselves. They want Facebook to go back to the, the pictures of food and that cat and the lady screaming. Oh boy, that was funny. They want you to stop bumming them out. And I don't think they should have that option. This is not something that I didn't know about because I didn't. it didn't exist 10 years ago. It's something I didn't know about as a white guy because I just wasn't seeing it. And to people that call it out and film it and post it online and tell people to share it and find whatever fucking law firm or Sears repair shop that doesn't exist anymore or whatever job this guy works at, find it and get his ass fired or it's not gonna stop. If the only way people will stop doing this bullshit is the threat that someone might film it and put it on the internet, fucking fine. If that's what it finally fucking takes. So people are gonna call you a social justice warrior for doing it. They're gonna accuse you of having motivations, being motivated by by Facebook likes and Instagram views. And I'm just gonna encourage you for those people to just say, fuck them, fuck them and their accusation and and it shouldn't matter to you because they're the probably deep down the exact kind of person that this is supposed to combat. My heart broke today. My wife put uh, put up a petition. It was urging our government to label the KKK a terrorist organization. I did find out from a friend of mine that works in government that can't happen because it's an American organization and there's a law that we can only label foreign entities that. First of all, news to me, but the sentiment remains the same she basically put up a thing that said click yes if you think the kkk is bad again 10 years ago i never thought that the 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 sentiment that kkk sucks would split the fucking room and oh boy did it and it fucking broke my heart fans of hers fucking uh chiming in no well if you're gonna label them a terrorist organization well you have to say that to those stupid black lives matter and antifa and Planned Parenthood while we're at it. <laughs> fucking A. People, and again, these weren't all backwoods hillbillies that's, that play banjo and tell you you got a pretty mouth. These were dudes that work at stores and drive trucks and deliver shit. And these were people, again, that you would see and go, there's no way that guy would just yell the N-word or defend the fucking clan. But they were everywhere. And that's why the shit I'm talking about is needed. Because it's, it, 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 it was worse than we thought. Ten years ago, I would have said, there's no way racism is as bad now as in the 60s. It's just not. And boy, would I have been embarrassed. So anyways, keep calling people out. Keep looking. Try not to do it for the sake of doing it, but because you see something wrong. Anyway, that's my rant. I hope to be back with the boys. Teaser for next episode when I'm with, when I'm, with Dave and Bobby again is I told a joke that went viral about carnivals and a bunch of pissed-off carnies wrote me a bunch of hate mail. I'm going to read that to you next time. Again, people get offended by everything. Goddamn virtue signaling carnies! I'll see you next week. I didn't know I was going to lose my job at FedEx. Oh, 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 yeah, time passing by. Oh, Oh, Fucking time is passing.